This is Bob Petrake is bringing you the other side of the news. I'm in the studio here with Ruben Herrera, well-known and longtime community activist in Columbus, Ohio. And Ruben, you're here to tell us about an upcoming event. Yes, uh, we're pleased to, to announce that uh, it's time actually to kind of hit the streets in terms of what's been happening in the city of Columbus, the corruption, the elections, and, and specific people that, that we are holding responsible for everything from suppressing uh, the will of the people and the voters to, to corruption. And so we are going to be present at a fundraiser for, for candidate for Mayor Andrew Ginther uh, on Wednesday at five o'clock so city council president andy ginther who's running for mayor at five o'clock on wednesday you'll be protesting at his fundraiser yes uh we will we will gather uh at the fundraiser and it is wednesday on september the 9th uh so the fundraiser starts at five we're asking people to show up five five fifteen we know it's right after work and we'll be there at least till six thirty. um so do we know where it is, or are we announcing that? Or yeah, the, the, well, the, not, the the invitation has been sent. Okay, so <laughs> we're we're invited by Andy G. Yes, we're invited by Andy, and, and who's being looked at by the G men. <laughs> exactly, we're invited by him. Exact, uh, uh, and so uh, we're we're going to show up. Uh, it's going to be at a place called Strongwater. It's a local business on the west side on West Town Street, the corner of West Town and Lucas right across from, from the river there. Uh, so there's plenty of parking around there. You might make sure that you park in a place that's okay. There's just plenty of parking there on the street, mostly. Uh, and please show up at 5 o'clock. We'll have signs. We're going to be making signs, and, and we would even ask of people to send us their suggestions for signs because there's lots of issues, right? Uh, one, first and foremost, people are asking, why are you doing this? Well, mm-hmm. I already mentioned one. One is because it's time to really hit the streets and 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 make this the crisis that it is. I'm 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 afraid that that we've been talking about those of us who who are concerned about these issues and we've been talking about it over f- on Facebook, but but little has been done uh, as far as hitting the street and of course the free press has written about it and that's important to write about it, but now we have to hit the streets and and grow kind of a a movement around stopping this corruption. Enough is enough. All right, and uh, what are some of the specific uh, problems I've known uh, that we've outlined, many of them in the free press, one being that uh, Karen Finley of Red Flex Corporation that ran the city's red light uh, cameras, uh, which seemed like a protection racket, that an unbid contract that she pleaded guilty to bribing public officials in Columbus and the people that let that contract unbid was in fact the city council was uh, the one chaired by Andy Ginther. Is that a problem? Is that an issue? Well, absolutely it is. Uh, We, the whole idea of just red flex and the cameras and and what's interesting is we've learned recently in the past week or so that the city of Chicago has decided to sue Red Flex, right? Mm-hmm. And and they've been there's been some call from community people and to yeah, actually but sue we, Red but Flex. we got Richard Pfeiffer, uh, or as I like to call him, the great enabler. Uh, the corruption flourishes in Columbus because of the city attorney, Rick Pfeiffer, 
who somehow has misinterpreted his job. He doesn't seem to work for the people, but seems to think that his job is to act as the personal attorney for his uh, Democratic cohorts. So every time he's asked to do something uh, for the people, he, he really doesn't do it. Uh, if, if the city council says, for example, Andy Ginther, make sure the people don't get the vote. They've got enough s- signatures. Rick Pfeiffer is the guy who does the legal analysis and says, despite the fact that the signatures are legitimate, uh, I don't feel comfortable with the wording. Uh, for example, a classic right. case, he said that we, we shouldn't have put the term election reform in the election reform petition. <laughs> you know, it, it's almost comical. And, and no, 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 it is. And it, 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 yeah, and it, it's unbelievable. And, and what's, even, what's even harder to believe is that, that lots of people have support that. And, and so, so that's really connected to kind of the, the whole idea of, of a one-party rule. Uh, I want to make sure to, to say that this is a nonpartisan event, but having said that, we know that at the moment in city council there's been corruption and, and absolute power of one group, one, one party, political party, that, that really has done anything to stay in power. And people who seemingly like, nice guys like Pfeiffer himself ha- have fallen into, into the, the whole been, trap yeah, of, corrupted, of, by the uh, corrupted and protecting that system of power. And so all, we, all, we wanted, all we're doing is asking for that power back power back to the people really it's democracy and really is what i thought the democrats were about and and at, at the point now that they're at with with the corruption of red flex and 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 center plate and other issues uh, it's, it's just not where they're at and so we're, we we want to make sure that we're going to be seen there t- on wednesday does it bother you that no uh council member has been elected outright uh, in the first time they've run since 1995 is that really everyone from Ginther to the mayor, Michael Coleman, to everyone on council yeah. has been selected initially, not elected by the people? That, that's also just incredible in, in itself and, and out, outrageously incredible. And, and, and in fact, it, 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 it upsets me. And, and we know that those people who are, who are selected to fill those seats are inside people, are friends of the mayor, are people who work for the city, people who are not going to disrupt or question uh, the system, or even, quite frankly, be related or even speak to people like ourselves, right? And we've experienced mm-hmm. that our, ourselves many times. And so that that is not the will of the people. That's not representing the people. That's not democracy. And and in all of the great news that they tout about the city of Columbus and its economy and it's a smart city, and, and you could go on and on of these studies, which which are, you know, the studies in themselves are very selective, selected information and uh, and data that they take, but, but they surely hold that up. Uh, but that's not what it's about. It's really about taking back the city, and uh, it's going to take a long time, and, and, and they'll shoot down people any way that they can. The, the one thing that I do want to say is the whole there's, – there's a couple things that we're going we're gonna to emphasize. One is the, the need for wards in the city. It's time for ward representation. The only time a person like myself, say a Latino person, will be, get elected is when, when it's a district that will represent Latino issues with the Latino residents. And that would same would go with for, for the queer com- 
community, for the Somali refugee community, for any of the communities in southwest, east, north, those communities that are basically unheard and don't get those needs. We hear a lot about the short north. Just go through the short north. Just go drive through the short north. You see what's happening. That's touted. The, the, I call it the uh, corporate park. It's the, the, they call it the commons, Columbus Commons. Uh, I refer it to corporate park because that's exactly it because this public-private partnership is, is – is is it's it's a false truth because it's not a public private partnership it's a it's a private public money partnership and and people need to be awake and and understand that and many people do and so uh, this fundraiser is interesting because it's a big money fundraiser we selected this because well we were invited by the the campaign itself uh but we, we know that people from the dispatch and Schottenstein and other big monies are going to be uh, including the mayor as well uh, are going to be there and, and donating money. So we want to make sure we show them right there uh, that we're here and the will of the people will not stop. So partly uh, it sounds like this is symbolic. Uh, John F. Wolf, multimillionaire Wolf family, longtime holders uh, of the dispatch, the mayor himself. Uh, in many ways, this appears to be a symbolic fundraiser to say, Andy Ginther, you're still our man, despite these uh, charges that uh, you've taken, bribes. Uh, so you do you see this as a symbolic confrontation with the unelected forces, uh, at least J.F. Wolf, uh, that have long uh, held sway in the city, these so-called titans, who, by the way, usually don't live in the city. Exactly. Well, it is symbolic, but it's it's also very real in the sense that that we want them to be able to see and hear us. And and lots of times, well, most of the time, they don't do either one. They don't see nor hear us. Uh, in fact, we, we get ignored. And so uh, the streets are ours, and we're taxpayers, and we are going to make sure that we're seen and heard. Is it real clear to you that there are certain areas of the city that are being, uh, for the most part, neglected and ignored, say the south side, Linden, uh uh, that area around Morris and uh, Cleveland, uh, is the contrast between areas of the city and uh, when they pick new areas, it looks like Franklinton, that uh, now that will be a chic place uh, to develop. H- how do you view those sort of development patterns of investment and disinvestment? Well, it, you know, they're, they're, it's interesting because they're all, they're all somewhat center city areas, cities, mm-hmm. uh, areas close to the, to the city, uh, Franklinton, even uh, in my neighborhood in Old Town East and uh, in, in the south side where we have Nationwide Children's Hospital. But you, all you have to do is go uh, out out a little bit ways or even look carefully within those neighborhoods and you'll see the uh, what's really happening there. If you go – and, and even now, now Franklinton, there's – people refer to East Franklinton and West Franklinton. <laughs> and so West Franklinton is where this event is at. Oh, no, East Franklinton is, but West Franklinton is where, where poor, mostly poor white, poor black people live. Yeah. And you'll see it by just looking at the streets and the lack of street improvement, lack of sidewalks. Uh, and so you're arguing you can actually physically tell the infrastructure uh, development uh, is failing in some areas and favored in the other areas by race and ethnicity oh, and absolutely. income? Absolutely. Uh, uh, if we 
Columbus is probably a very much a segregated city. We talk about the whole poverty rate. What does that really mean in the process of, of this development that's happening and this gentrification? Where are these people going? And, and even where is the voice of these people, really? Back to the whole idea of ward representation. We're not going to have voter engagement. Uh, I, I would argue that we would have better voter engagement if we had local voices uh, represented the city council. Uh, and, and that's a threat, of course, to the powers that be, to the system that's in power, and then they will fight it any way that we, that they can, including through the, to the offices of the great, uh, uh, city attorney Pfeiffer as well. And so they will protect that as long as they, as they can. It, it's, it's just time for a change. And this election, the window is interesting because the window has been opened, opened again, seems like through this red fret flex, uh, controversy and uh, center plate controversy you know the whole idea of of suing the city uh, suing suing red flags you know they they were quick to to sue uh, the state in regards to the to the camera uh, situation but they they haven't said anything about suing red flags and and I wonder why that is well yeah I I would suspect to some extent because again uh, Karen Finney the uh, CEO of red flags is pleaded guilty to bribe in Columbus City officials. And all of them kind of say, well, they're not talking. I mean, including Andy Ginther, well, they're not talking uh, about me. But who would they be talking about? I'm I'm not sure I understand. Well, it's like uh, you've got someone who's pled guilty to bribery of Columbus City officials, and then all these people keep running as if, Nothing happens. I mean, they don't have the decency to kind of step down in the controversy. They just claim, well, it's got nothing to do with us. All we did is gave them the unbid contract. Then they'll turn around and say, well, the unbid contract needed to be unbid to save money, which doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and it, well, I, I think it goes back to kind of the reason for the for the gathering is that is that we have to start. Uh, I said this earlier, uh, making this the crisis that it is and coming from the voice of the people. The, the dispatch has been doing it. The, the free press has been doing it. And, and certain people have been doing it. Certainly they've been done with chatter on, mm-hmm. on social media, but that's not enough. And so we have to start. So you're saying actual people in the streets, perhaps chanting, you know, hey, hey, Andy Ginther, how many bribes have you taken today? Exactly. <laughs> and not only that, but, but uh, this whole idea of direct action, which is, which we're talking about is, is a, it's a tactic in organizing is, is there's, there's a reason why people do direct action. It's to change the conversation. The right does it all the time. They do it very mm-hmm. well effectively. And so this is just the beginning because we want to be at City Hall. Uh, for the first city council meeting, I believe it's on the 28th, and do the same thing. We want to, inter- I, you know, I, I would even challenge uh, people to interrupt Andy Ginther and as he speaks to to, to make him speak about what, what we want to hear, not about his 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 uh, taking pictures with, with African-American kids in, in the neighborhoods. Yeah. He's, he's even done interviews in Spanish and Spanish radio. Well, what, what about our issues? Yeah, well, what I find uh, curious is a lot of the things they campaign on, they have a government channel. They took the people station away, uh, public access, 21. And you're listening to a community radio station, WCRS 98.3 and 102.1. You're listening to the other side of the news with Ruben Harara. So, and this is Bob Fitrakis. And my, my point is they've taken away the people's uh, voices uh, over and over, 
And then what they do is show photo ops doing what looks like routine stuff. Yeah. Like, hi, we're opening up a grocery store. <laughs> it's like, or hi, we're paving your roads. Isn't that their job? And they're not doing it evenly in, in all the neighborhood. Essentially, uh, they're acting like doing routine maintenance is a big deal, how we paved a road in the, a pothole in the south end. Yeah, well, and, and this we see more so uh, during the elections that are coming up. And, and yeah, I mean, why, uh, why tell us and brag about what you should be doing for everyone? Right, uh, and and so I, I I that's good to hear about, but but I would prefer to see and to hear from the people themselves. I'm always in, intrigued with just the city council emails that I get. I mean, they're all it's like a big promotion for themselves. I mean, I, if I could count how many names, how many times their name oh, is sure. on there themselves, or picture, like I want to see the people. Uh, I want to hear from the people, mm-hmm. and 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 even have them openly challenge that system. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's how we move forward. And unfortunately, they don't want that. And uh, but that's how we're going to move move forward. We have to keep challenging. We have to hit the streets. And, and also, quite frankly, it's going to separate uh, uh, the people who 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 mildly are radical with those that that really believe that that we have to do whatever we can in a peaceful way, of course, but in a way that that gets the attention and move things up. And, and you and Suzanne, the free press and other people in the community have been doing it for this for years and years. Myself, we have this space, but, but we have to challenge other people to step up and, and that's what's, what's going to happen. So you're uh, sort of answering the key question, the equivalent of, you know, what if a tree fell in the forest and nobody heard? What if there were all these protests online, but yeah. no confrontation on the street? Does it really change things well i, I think and you're that, saying no that well, you I, need I, both yeah and i think it's a progression there's i mean just being in the streets doesn't change anything either but certainly it's it's a part of the process and 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 to what we do have we do have those initiatives that that uh, uh people have done and that uh, including the ward initiatives the community review boards that keep getting shoot, sh- shot down the community bill of rights and so that we have great people that are starting movements and and policy but it's getting shot down so so there's some space in between that we have to do some work to grow some movement in order to to make those successful and to force uh, our will i think on that system uh, and again, the election now, the window has been open for us to do that. The window never really closes, but but it's, it seems like it's opened a little bit with this controversy and really the the revelation of the corruption of of the mayoral candidate himself and some of the city council people through Red Flex and Center Plate and, and other things as well. Now, why can't you just take his word for him? He didn't do anything wrong and let him go about his business running for uh, mayor. <laughs> well, I mean, there's I think because... Because the the truth sh- shows otherwise, and uh, and and or the lack of, of real true dialogue about this, you can't just deny uh, deny this and and walk away and and really not talk about it. How many times has he mentioned red flex since at all? And uh, and I'm I'm assuming that probably his council probably advises him otherwise. But he's he's the president of city council and he's running for mayor, and so. Uh, he needs to speak about this. He needs to to continue to bring this up and and be truthful and not run away from it and not hide behind those those openings of centers and and uh, this diversity that that he seems to be uh, liking to to be seen around. But it's really about the will of the people and not suppressing voters and making sure that we change uh, as we go as a city, Columbus. 
Well, according to the Bill of Information filed by the U.S. Attorney's Office, Finley and Redflex pled guilty to, quote, unlawfully uh, unlawfully conspiring, confederating, and agreeing together with each other to corrupt, to corruptly give, offer, and agree to give something of value to officials of the city of Columbus. Now, Councilwoman uh, Mills has already uh, stepped yeah. down. Uh, but there's some people that suggest the main reason that Andy Ginther was put on council was because of his cover-up of the data rigging over at the school board and that he has advanced the city council and been deemed by some very wealthy people to be worthy of mayor, not because he's not corrupt, but precisely because he will do their bidding and is prone to corruption. That's exactly it. And and some, somewhere, you know, I have to believe, I, I do believe in in the goodness of, of all people and individuals, and and uh, I've known Andy Ginther myself for years, and, and uh, I, it's, it's almost sad to see what's happened to him. To, uh, and I, I spoke at city council on, on, on an issue a while back, and, and he wouldn't even look at me in the eye, you know, who... who uh, who does that? <laughs> Let alone a leader, right? And, and totally ignoring me and and mispronounce my name and and you know that I don't take that personal, but I take note of it, and that's just an indicative of. Uh, I mean, if he does that to the individual, what 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 has the system done to him to corrupt him to do on a systematic uh, basis? And and we've seen that time and time again. And so uh, it's a sad thing, but it's a reality. It's not unique to Columbus. It's unique to the system that we live in. And I suppose it's a, it's a greater fight that we all have. But right now we're in Columbus, Ohio. We have an opportunity to, to at least at a very a specific moment on Wednesday at 5 o'clock on, at, uh, on Town Street to come together as diverse as we can and come as you are and to say, this is enough enough of this corruption, enough of the big uh, money influence on politics, enough of, of the lies, uh, and and there may be few or 20 or 30 or 40 of us, but, but we're not going to stop ever, and we're going to hold you accountable, and we're going to make you talk about this by any means necessary, and when I say that, I say it in a way that's peaceful, of course, but, but that's direct. And the time again, September 9th at... Uh, the event starts at, at 5.30. We're asking people to be there at 5, mm-hmm. 5.15-ish. Uh, this is at Strongwater? At Strongwater. Uh, and and, and we, hopefully that, that name will come from the fact that uh, Andy's holding his water and be afraid to pee his pants as people actually <laughs> confront him. Well, you know, I'm wondering if, if, if you know, I'm the, I always say this as an organizer, everything we do is historical. And so I don't know if, if, if this is ever, if we ever had a protest at a, at a, a rally of a person running for mayor, uh, I, not to my recollection, it, it, but but it may have happened, of course. But certainly, uh, it's going to happen on Wednesday, and and we do want people to be there. We've had good response from people. We're setting up a Facebook page. We don't have it quite set up yet, but maybe we can get the information out to you. Yeah, the only time I can even remember is after the. Uh, beating of Rodney King when yeah. the black community confronted Lashetka on the campaign trail. But that was not a local issue. That was kind of a reaction to a national event. No one was after the mayor for being involved in it. It it had to do with people were venting over, uh, you know, the riot in L.A. and the beating of Rodney King. I can think of no other direct confrontation with a local candidate over a 
local issue, particularly while running for mayor. Well, what's interesting about that you mentioned that because I was around during that time, but what's interesting is the whole Black Lives Matter and the connection to Community Review Board and our community police. And now, right now, I'm getting emails from from the mayor from the from city council president from Ginther that of the conversation that's happened in this police department. But it's crazy to think that that and they've excluded Black Lives ex- Matter. Exactly, they've excluded exactly. you exactly. and the Who? Latino community. They've excluded the uh, excluded the gay that, lesbian that, community. Yeah. How can you have a conversation? Without the people that are directly affected no and their leaders, it makes no sense to to monitor yourself. It's like me if I was a if I was a, a, on on some kind of recovery for addiction, I'd say I'll I'm, I'll take care of it myself, right? You know, I'll do it myself. You have to have outside help, people that you're affecting, and so so when I see those, they they're meaningless unless they include the voice of the people, and the voice of the people is what they're afraid of. Right, I'm talking to Ruben uh, Harara. And uh, the events on September 9th at Strongwater in Franklinton. Uh, what's the address there, Ruben? Five o'clock. Yeah, I'm looking that up. Uh, I do oh. know that it's on the corner of, of Lucas Street and West Town Street, actually. Lucas and West Town Street. Yeah. Lucas Five and o'clock on uh, Wednesday, September uh, 9th. It, it's going to be great because it's good. we're right there. The sidewalk's right in front of, of the of the location, and also we can be across the street. And so there's no way that they are not going to see us. Uh, and uh, perhaps I can get you to comment. I don't know if you've read it yet, but the Free Press cover story in the last issue uh, suggests there may be a possibility the Columbus police beat Black Lives uh, Matter activists after checking their ID. And there's now national uh, stories coming out of the alternative press suggesting that the uh, Homeland Security and FEMA through the fusion centers are keeping track of Black Black Lives Matter activists and events and that the police uh, appear to be responding uh, with excessive use of force to activists and to breaking up those events. I, I did read that article, and, and I appreciate it. And I also met the, the individuals at a rally a, a few weeks back. And, and that's just indicative of, of even the scare tactics that they'll take on us. Uh, and, and we have to rise above that. We have to rise above fear because fear is, 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 is very big to, to get people to comply to, what, to whatever they want us to do. And and we have to take whatever risk that we have to. And if that means showing up and showing your face uh, at 401 West Town Street, I got have the address 401 West Town Street. Then then I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to do that, to join me and others, and even to challenge those that that may not want to for whatever reason. And I can understand that, but but you have to show you have to show up. That's what I would say. You have to show up. Uh, and so we'll see you there on Wednesday. We're making signs, and so and actually, if anybody has any suggestions for signs, I'm sure you do. Uh, two or three or four words that would be effective. Uh, let us know, uh, and uh, maybe I'll give an email. My, my personal email is that okay? Can I do that? Sure. It's Latino Leader Shift, Latino Leader S H I F T at Gmail dot com. Uh, feel free to uh, communicate with me through my email. That might be best. Um, yeah, with your questions, uh, suggestions for signs, and let us know you're going to join us. And again, we're going after Andy Ginther running for mayor, and uh, uh, 
I've always thought Columbus had the best city council money could buy. <laughs> that, <laughs> and that's the problem. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, right? You get access by making contributions. I mean, don't we on a very basic level have a pay-to-play system, and those that don't have the big money to make the contributions are excluded from the conversation? Absolutely, we are, and that's that's not the the democracy or the system that that I I believe in. Uh, and that's not the one uh, for the people, and and again, it's just it's just time for for this to for us to raise our voices together, and and keep doing the Facebook postings. I think that's great. Uh, keep reading the free press. Keep writing. Keep contributing. Be, stay informed, but also show up and let's hit the streets. And and we have a few months before the election to to make this an issue. And 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 we'll just change tactics after mm-hmm. the election, however, when it, whatever the outcome that, uh, is of that. One more time, where and when, and what is your uh, email number? It's four zero one West Town Street. The location is called Strongwater. It's a it's a uh, establishment uh, on the west side, and what they call Franklinton. Uh, and uh, there's parking all all around there, but the corner of Lucas and Town Street. My email is Latino Leader Shift S H I F T at Gmail. Uh, let us know you're going to be there. Suggestions of, of posters, uh, anything that uh, that you'd like to say, just just let us know. And, and be there at five o'clock, five fifteen. The event uh, starts at five thirty. We'll be there for a half hour, forty five minutes at most. On September 9th to That's protest right. Andy Ginther, asking him to step down uh, and uh, pointing out that he's been. Uh, associated with bribery allegations. Thanks a lot, Ruben Herrera, for being on the other side of the news. And thank you as well.